0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got a fun show for you. Some teams have clinched. We're famous Apple models. And guys, you need to know that you might not know before you watch the postseason. Hello. Welcome to Talkin' Baseball. It's September 27th. There's about five games left of the regular season. Two teams celebrated last night. Jake celebrated. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. If you use code Mm. TALKIN, $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Playoff tickets. Go get them. They're going to let you know good value, bad value. Just go get them now. Better value than if you get them later. Probably. So thanks SeatGeek for sponsoring the show. Appreciate you. Code Talkin. Get your twenty dollars off your first purchase. Him here with Jake. He's dressed for Havana. And Trev looks good in his white John Boy Media Crew Neck BBD behind the dish. Trev, how you doing?
1: James, I'm doing great. Thank you for um, you know, checking this sweatshirt out. I believe it's on our website, shop.johnboymedia.com. Uh I'm excited because we here at we're here September 27th it's a Wednesday this is the last five days of the baseball season and you know what a lot of races aren't even even decided yet which is great for the whole sport in general great for our show because it gives us a lot to talk about so the three of us and Beavers, models but most importantly we deliver the baseball news Jake how are you doing
2: Trevor, James, Davis, everyone joining us. Uh yeah, I mean if you've wanted if you've been thirsty for playoff baseball, just stay up till ten. Uh watch what's going on with the Mariners and the Astros. Those, those games have been electric. Justin Verlander. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> here's here's eight shut uh when your season's on the line in Seattle. And then good on the Mariners for fighting last night. Cal Raleigh. Breaks his bat and straightens one out. That kind of busts the floodgates open. That guy has got something to him, huh? Some something that kind of can't be measured with the stats. It feels like when there's been a big spot, big butt, big butt comes yeah. through. I um, think you can measure big butts. And you know, I'm you know met my new nephew this weekend. Trev goes on the annual Ploof camping trip, which I live vicariously through. Uh, Jim uh, has has kids and looks nice. And he's wearing <laughs> his gone pissing shirt. Yes, yes, that's true. Wedding, wedding Jimmy came out this weekend, which always puts a little lead in my pencil. Oh, There wow. was uh,
0: there's a lot of good stories from the wedding. Uh, met a lot of Talking Yanks fans. Mm. Um, there was one woman at the end of the wedding uh, who the DJ stopped talking and... and uh, <laughs> Said, like, and then we'll get to dancing, you know? Like, we're going to do this, this, and we'll get to dancing. And then this woman at the back of the whole party just yelled,
2: Sublime! <laughs> Sublime! Ain't got no crystal ball. It's like...
1: <laughs> you can dance to Sublime. you just not that well. I mean, he like didn't ask for
0: requests. No.
3: That it was going to come later, it sounds like.
0: It just... Uh, In it his wasn't, dorm room. It wasn't going to happen. It was good. Sublime though. at a wedding is not, yeah. no, that's not. No, no. Okay. Unless like, it's like the cake cutting song because like that's their song or some shit. I don't know. That's hacky sack and
2: music, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Parking yeah. garage, hacky sack, best place to do it. Speaking of the best place to do it, our Apple shoe. We need to get in get in front of this one. I thought our uh, the response
0: on all the awesome. platforms were perfect.
2: I was worried about that.
0: A lot it of was. good jokes. Yeah. And yeah. And like, shout That's out
1: what to it turned Apple.
0: Out. It turned out like a meme, kind of. But it was good. Uh, then, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks to Apple. We did that. When did we do that? A month or two months ago? A month. And, I mean, we took so many photos. What, two different one-hour sessions of like sitting on these boxes and those outfits? They're going to change the picture up. So, there's going to, the other outfit picture is going to come out soon. I wasn't. I didn't like the other outfit as much as uh, I liked the outfit that they did choose, but there's some silly photos.
2: I like our, our all whites outfits. I think some of those are going to be leaking out soon. Though, I mean, if you thought the green was boy band vibes, uh, yeah, the white w- looked like we escaped the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a, a thanks to Apple, that their first ever like creator spotlight, and they uh, they want they wanted us, which is a shout out to our people. So yeah. thank you to. Thank you to everyone. Uh, and the, they went all out. Like it was a
0: real yeah, you know, no photo shoot. They supplied all the the clothes. We, it was in Brooklyn. It was cool. It was fun. So, yeah, I really appreciate them. And it should, should help us out a bunch being on the front page during the playoffs, like the timing that they chose and all that shit. It's cool.
1: I like how, you know, we didn't know what we're doing. We're not models. I know that some people might think that Jake's a model, but he's not. Uh, so we got to the apple shoot. We didn't really know exactly what to do. Kind of like the Will Ferrell thing. I don't know what to do with my hands, but we didn't know what to do with our face. Yeah. And one thing I thought was cool, we—I I don't remember the photographer's name. Uh, she was great, and the whole team was, she was really can, nice and made us feel comfortable. She was Canadian.
2: She had an awesome name. It's like Ocean or something like that. It wasn't. Oh my cool god! Find it out.
1: There was a bunch of really cool people there who, were like, yes, almost like we're like, I don't know if we fit in here. Uh, but the thing they made us do, which I thought got like the best responses and best, like, uh, modeling poses, they said, just walk away and then walk back into the space. And we're like, we could do that. We yeah. know how to walk in and out of rooms, just sit down and on we these did blocks.
0: It. Yeah, we crushed that. That was good. My favorite was when you were batting righty because there's a picture coming out where we're like mocking umpire catcher and batter and Trev's batting right and they were admittedly not sports fans and Trev was batting righty and she goes, oh, I like that. Can you do it from the other side? And you were like, well, I'm not a lefty, but okay. And you walk to the other side and you got in your lefty position and she was like, no, but I like your hands closer to me. So she wanted you to (laughs) hold the righty swing but stand on the left side of the box like you were swinging towards the umpire and we were like... No, we no. can't do yeah. that. Time she out. was like, why not? And we We're like, well, that's not how. She's like, okay, okay.
3: <laughs> we're doing a very baseball pose right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny.
0: You could wear that shirt right now
1: that you got on to our next Apple shoot.
0: Jay.
2: Yeah, yeah, I might. Yeah. What, what was, was your name? name? I know you and me are trying to line up a couple other photo shoots this offseason. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to call you out on the not a model thing. I I got picks to disprove that. That's true. You did get a modeling gig, Well Dressed Wednesday. Don't you back off a little?
1: I mean, we're using the term very, you know, yeah, leniently, but
0: okay, okay, more like a model. Ooh, agree, disagree, disagree. Okay, jeez. Gotta (laughs) go to
2: Mo's.
0: (laughs) Do the playoff standings. (laughs) Let's talk about the playoffs. A lot of teams are in.
2: Dude, Playoff That all scares the crap out of me Go ahead Jake Yeah Trev your Twinkies are in a very interesting spot Basically waiting for one of the beasts of the west But this whole Playoff update is brought to you by New partner alert Waterboy Waterboy And you're probably saying to yourself Hey Jake what's that Waterboy Waterboy is a hydration powder Scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half Yeah, Um, and baseball playoffs are coming up. A lot of late live streams. Uh, You guys are probably familiar uh, with some of their competitors. This has zero sugar and three times the electric electrolytes of liquid IV. Your hangover stands no chance. Jimmy went out into the office. He told our sales team, he's like, I like this stuff. He grabbed one of them by the throat, said, you're out. Unless you get this, Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't. So they're out, but someone else did. Yeah, who Uh, got this? I should go thank them. I've been wanting. I think it was CK. I think it was Courtney in floorball coming up. Hook, line, sinker. So get ready for that. Uh, But for Waterboy, they've got these convenient packets. You pour it in your drink. It's what I'm slurping on right now, this blue drink. Uh, Getting my hydration on. You can't be too hydrated. I find myself often way too dehydrated. Especially
0: when I come here and do shows all day. Just I, go, cry. I go home and I'm like, I didn't have any water. This
2: stinks. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with hangxiety alone. I'll live there. For a limited time, listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount when they use code baseball at waterboy.com 15% off code baseball, waterboy.com. there's a link in the description and hey get your hydration up are they good for kids
0: the sugar free ones because we can ask i give it to james a lot okay cuz he thinks it's juice it's just flavored water which kind of is juice but the no sugar
2: juice, juice juice
0: juice i'm on the website right now and this is they got some
1: good stuff. It's kind of funny. I don't even. I didn't think a, a hydration website could be funny, but you want to know what they
3: say about hangovers?
1: What do they say, Trev? More like hangovers them. suck, big D. <laughs> oh
3: wow! Dehydration. Oh, the guy you on the animals. package. I love the guy.
2: Yeah, their branding is pretty good in general. I'm in. Yeah. Deuce, deuce. Jim, where do you, where do you want to go with this playoff? Yoffs update.
0: Well, a lot of people are in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, it's official. The Braves they clinched 17 days ago. The Dodgers clinched 11. Orioles clinched 10 days ago. Rays clinched 10 days ago. They're still fighting a little bit. Although the Orioles seem that they got kind of got. I don't know. Brewers, um, they celebrated last night actually. Yeah. So they clinched a playoff spot berth, uh, five days ago. But they clinched the division last night with the Cubs loss. Yes. I liked it a lot like yeah. that move a yes. lot. Uh, the Twins, the, they clinched uh, also five days ago. Um, the Phillies clinched last night with a walk-off. That was fun. That's
2: fun. Brandon, yes. Brandon Marsh doing Brandon Marsh things out in Philly.
0: Yeah. Did you see Bailey Falter? Don't. Did you see the... I believe it was Bailey Falter. I don't want to get wrong there. Uh, he's on the Pirates now. He was on the Phillies last year. Is that was it sad, sad? Sad. So all the oh. the whole entire Pirates dugouts empty while the Phillies are celebrating on the field, besides Bailey, who's just standing there watching all his friends. Wanting
1: to go out there with his boys.
0: Yeah. It it truly hurt me. Started seven games for them this year. Which like oh and seven. I almost Oops. I almost got mad at oh. Bailey. I was like, dude, get out of there. You're making me so sad.
2: Yeah, that's one uh, of those. I mean, Bailey Falter, if he shows up in the Phillies post game celebration, I mean, that's all time bad look. But at the same time, it almost shouldn't be. Like those are his buddies. Oh, he can't be on the field. Pirate season's over. I I kind of agree with that. Like, yeah, the pirate season's over. You are just down the hallway.
0: Like, you go have a just go have one uh, with the guys. You're you're going to get a half a playoff share anyway. Like you're rooting for them. I wouldn't be upset if like. There was a scene where he walked into the clubhouse, dapped everyone up, said, like, congrats, and, and then left. He can't, like, stay and celebrate. He can't spray. Don't spray, Bailey. He can't Bailey. spray. What if he don't gets spray. sprayed? They could spray him. You can get him, sprayed. But that would, it can't would feel bad. But, it, yeah, yeah. so, like, the the photo that I saw was him just, like, looking. It was kind of sad. Congrats, Philly. It was sad. Anyway, the rest of the playoff picture... We have uh, still in the divisions the AL East still up for grabs. Tampa Bay's two and a half back of Baltimore as we speak. Who's Baltimore playing? They're playing the. They're finishing up a series with the Nats. Yeah, two more against the Nats, uh, and then three against. Is it the Red Sox? They finish with the
2: Sox. Yeah. Four versus mm-hmm. Sox. Oh, so, so one I think it's three one, versus yeah, yeah. Nats, one right. one with uh, the
0: the. The Rays have the Blue Jays. I don't know who they're playing right now, but then they have the Blue Jays to end the season, I believe. This huh. is,
1: the the AL East is basically decided. There's a uh, three is the magic number for Baltimore. Yeah. You know, with so they just got to take care of business. You know, you win your games. If Tampa Bay loses any more games, it's basically over. Yeah. Tampa Bay will have the first wild card spot in the AL locked up. And then after that, that's kind of what we're, we're looking at Toronto is a game and a half up. And then you got Houston and Seattle out there battling for that last spot. It's it's nuts. If if, if Houston won last night and they just gave that game away, they threw a bunch of balls away. They played sloppy defense. They made, I think they made three errors. Um, they still almost came back. If it wasn't for a Ty France homer, Jordan would have been up in the last inning with uh, being the tying run. He smoked a ball. At Julio, it was a uh, spoiler alert. I'm taking the Astros tonight in our Wednesday night party. Mm. Ooh, I think they're going to go out there and run it. They got Franbr on the mound today. If they win that game tonight and they go up one and a half with you know four games left, I, that's a tall task for the Mariners. Although
2: the Mariners have
1: the tiebreaker on the Astros,
2: they've dominated them this year, and that's where tonight's game. I don't want to say it dictates the West, but with the tiebreakers, if you're Seattle and you go down and you have to go face Texas, who's owned you this year, as they try to clinch, um, I tonight's do or die for Seattle. That the place is going to be going nutty, and I, nuts. I, I don't know. I was I was really proud of Seattle last night because if they lost last night, I think I'd be right in their yugulagi. Oh. um, but. Uh, dude, like just when they needed it, Cal rally had kind of no business straight that ball out. It drops down the line. Teoscar Hernandez running into the nice wall, catch. making the catch. Like, and that's, you know, not his necessary, necessarily his calling card, but like, we're at that point. Like <laughs> if you don't catch that ball, Teoscar, your season might be over. So I, I love it.
1: Yeah, it was uh that was a back and forth game. I mean, it's 3 0 swing by Raleigh there, and he gets sawed off but finds some space. It's the way baseball works, man. I, I love that I love that all these teams are playing. We always schedule watch during the season. Like, oh, this these last games are gonna be crazy. Like the schedule maker got this one right. Texas, Seattle playing them at the end of the year, going through Houston right before that. All of these teams bunched up. And honestly, you know, I know we're spending a lot of time on the AL here, but Houston's, I mean, they're kind of, like, lose tonight, and if you don't make the
3: playoffs,
0: yeah, World Series hangover, they need some water, boy. Mm. Yeah, that would suck for them. But I was talking with, I don't know, was it you, Jake, or someone else in the office about just excited to see all the um, the new playoff atmospheres, like all the new blood, like seeing – you know Baltimore hosts playoff sure. games, and uh, you got um, the Rangers hosting playoff games. Seattle's always awesome. They got how many? Did they get last year one? Is it or is it all in? No, yeah, they, yeah, they got none. It's all in. The, all in. Yeah, all, all in the in other the thing. Year. Yeah, I forgot about. It. Yeah, Me so too. so I am excited to see that. So I would like to see Seattle and Texas, since we've seen Houston already, but. Seattle might not get another one if they're the sixth seed. Then they'd have to
1: go play to in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, they can win. You know, they have
1: to beat Minnesota. They get one. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that'd be tough for them. You you get to the playoffs. You get to the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you're
2: not getting home games. I always play. I always screw up last year's playoff bracket because it was the first year we did it. Seattle ended up having one home game in Seattle, but it was down two zero to Houston. Oh, they went to... I thought it was all... Yeah, yeah okay. Basketball. I thought they, they had... Beat, they beat I Toronto. They had, I thought they had won, yeah. Toronto, excuse me. Sorry to my friends up north. Um, They beat Toronto uh, two games in the wild card, and then they oh. got swept by Houston in all of those close games. The Jordan walk up, or was it the Pena? Pena-Jordan game. Uh, and then they had that crazy extra innings game. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that makes goodness. sense because
1: Houston won the division, <laughs> yeah. and they had the buy. so okay. My bad.
2: Yeah,
0: no, you're good. Uh the NL is crazy how how big of leads they all have in the division. Like Dodgers, it's fourteen games for them right now. Milwaukee, six games. Atlanta, thirteen games. Just no nothing close at all. And then in the wild card, you have the Cubs and uh Marlins still right there. Reds, one and a half games out. As you get down to it, you know, one and a half. It's bigger. a lot. Yeah.
1: It's a lot to make up right now. Basically, we're looking at Arizona, Chicago, Miami for those last two spots in the NL. I don't know if I have like a favorite of those two teams who I want to of those three teams that I want to see in. I I kind of want to see Chicago in just because you know, they they had some pieces that they could have moved. I like teams that like Is there a chance to
0: get Cubs Brewers? Um yeah, yes. they'd have to
1: be the third team.
0: Or now, the last team. That's what we're that set would be up. The current match. Current matchup, right? Yes. So that's yeah. That's a good one. Like I like that way more than I like like Arizona, Milwaukee, or Miami, Milwaukee.
1: I don't mean to be mean to your snakes, Jake, but I think I think the please like Miami is like just they just shouldn't necessarily be here. But then they made good moves that really paid off at the deadline. They brought in Berger. They brought in Josh Bell. To, to spark the offense. They like have no business being here to be like, and they did it. So I like kind of want to see them in there. Arizona, I think is going to have this like great window coming up. Um, So I'm like not worried about them missing the playoffs. Miami. I think this is, I want to see what they do. If they get in, I want to see if that pitching can hold up and they just get some timely hitting and just like kind of cause the chaos that we think they can cause.
0: Well, that's Baltimore.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Like, there's, we've seen what Jorge Soler can do in the playoffs. It would be sick to see Arias on that stage, and like, you know, can a an Arias single, Soler home run, like two nothing, uh, if any, Lazardo, Garrett, like those guys have a day. I think, I think what you're saying is Miami's kind of the scarier playoff team. I think there's an argument there. I, uh, I think for my snakes, I, I the only thing I'd argue back is like. The reward for this long season where, you know, in theory, they should have had no business between the Dodgers, what San Diego was supposed to be, Um, even the Giants as a franchise, who they're supposed to be, that the Snakes to get into the wild card would be a huge step for this team filled with youth. And Gallen Kelly finishes oddly high on who are your top two pitchers in the playoffs. Like if if we broke down that chart where Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly land, uh, I don't know. So I, I can I can spin that to be like Well, hey. I think Trev was complimenting the Diamondbacks. He was saying in this expanded <laughs>
0: playoff world he wants the worst, most like kind of undeserving team to make it.
1: Well, they I just think that the Marlins Of the people that can make it. He wants to see what the Marlins
0: got.
2: I think that's what he was I saying.
1: Wanna, yeah, I want to see what the Marlins can do in the playoffs just because they do have what I think is a really underrated uh, pitching staff. And then they went out and bolstered their offense with really under-the-radar moves. Like, like you bring Jake Berger over and nobody batted than eye, then all of a sudden you look at his numbers like, oh, shit. Like, he's really done it. And then you get Josh Bell off a struggling Guardians, or not even a struggling Guardians team. They're like one back of the playoffs. They decide to sell. You bring Josh Bell over. He has a really good start there. Helps them out. I mean, Jazz is back. Luisa, they have some really fun storylines on that team too. I, I, to be honest with you, all of the matchups are going to be good, and I really, really like the wild card round. I think the wild card round might be my favorite round of all. I like the home team. Yeah, but then you remember they're all day games. The, yeah, the timing of the games does suck. The teams that get the, the three o'clock starts that with the shadows, you're just like,
0: Man The day game shadows not about is, it. is not a playoff baseball. So it just like it's not playoff it baseball. just it just sucks. It's just the worst. They had the best intro to the playoffs ever with the one game. I know it was unfair, but as a third party, as a national audience is getting casual people yeah. that don't watch baseball. Like I remember when the when the Cubs or what were in that one game, What you love the one game. Um Even like uh, when it was, um, I don't know, the one game play-in for getting new people that never tune in was just fucking the craziest way to start it. Wasn't fair to the teams, I understand that, but like, to go from that one game, night game, game seven, to what it is now, like last year when the wildcard started, and this year I'll probably have the same feeling, but we'll be doing live streams and we'll be doing fun bets and stuff, but it was like,
2: wait, what? This is the start to the playoffs. You you need the cities to line up a little bit because if you're going to do that day game action, you kind of need day game cities. Like if the Cubs were hosting a day game playoff game, they could make that atmosphere happen. Like they do that every Friday for shits. Um, like Philadelphia, I'm excited. They'll be hosting. Like if, if they have a day game playoff game, they'll probably get the night slot. But they'll probably get the night slot. So um, what are Milwaukee the, what will are
0: the sh- Milwaukee will show up. What are the potential matchups right now for the wild card?
1: Right now. Milwaukee. Mil- Milwaukee-Chicago is it. That could be a night game, maybe. Philly would... Well, I think that's a good day game city because, they first of all, they have the roof. Second of all, I think Milwaukee fans will show up because there's nothing else to do in Milwaukee. No offense. Yeah. No offense. I like Milwaukee. Lost a lot of money at that casino. Um, And then Philly would be
0: hosting the Diamondbacks,
1: which I also think would be a really good day game city. Better night game city. They
0: probably get the night game if it's they're doing one NL like day yeah. night. they yeah. Philly probably gets the night game. Their attendance. I think they'd show up to the game. Is what I'm trying up to say. Ten
2: thousand this year. No West Coast teams hosting. That's it, great. In the AL, it would be Minnesota and Tampa hosting. Minnesota would currently be playing Houston.
0: That's great because they were doing those like noon starts that the players were like, "We've never played at this yeah. time." Uh, so then in the AL, it would be what did you say?
2: Tampa would currently be hosting Toronto. So that's your day game. And Minnesota would host Houston. And that's your night game. Yeah.
1: So I'm so excited for the
2: playoffs, dude.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Clip it. You don't wear that hat enough, Trev. Well, you know, the Phillies were
1: celebrating. I feel like my fingerprints are all over that roster. People say that. 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 The vibe in that clubhouse. Here's the thing that people don't realize about the vibe in that clubhouse. If you listen to some music, sure they have the song. Uh, I don't even know who sings it, but you know the Philly song that they play all the time. Uh, but there's also a lot of like house, like kind of like techno music. That's such a Jake Arietta, like mm-hmm. still having influence over that locker room. He used to listen to that all the time, and I, you know I'm sure Reeser and and JT and all these guys that have been there for so long. They still have the vibe
2: there. So it's Makes your it's if I'm getting this right, it's your fingerprints on Arietta and Arietta's fingerprints still on the locker room.
1: No, Jake's Jake's his own man. I don't know if you've seen any of his Instagrams. Sure he's uh he's pretty roped up and manly, so Okay. Okay. I know what's in his basement. Or a dojo? Let me tell you. Sure. He likes Abercrombie and Fitch. He likes, like, uh, really interesting, weird bottles of liquor. Uh, he wants, like, stuff that, like, is found, like, on, sh- like, sunken ships. Yes. Like, he goes and looks for, like, auctions of, like, barrels of whatever that's been on the bottom of the ocean floor for years. So. And he likes to work out. How about that? Okay. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Go Phillies. <laughs> Go Phils.
0: Oh, uh, well, He's also
1: a famous Oriole, too, back in the day.
2: Sure is. Oh, yeah. And Cub. And Cub. Oh, Probably sheesh. the most famous. All over this playoffs, you and Arietta. And I'm all over Shady Rays. You know Ray? I know a guy whose you, name is we Ray. We know a Ray. We know a Ray. Shady Rays is bringing us today's episode and they are the best in the sunglasses game. It's take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Their premium polarized shades at an affordable price. They've got their lost and broken replacement guarantee. You lose them. You break them. They'll send you a new pair. No cues aid. And for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code TALKING. You'll get 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized sunglasses and the John Boy Jake shades. Now apply to that offer. They didn't. They said, we can't do that. We're getting blinded by these deals. They didn't say any of those words, but Not at all. you can get the custom Jimmy and Jake collab shades. Get yours now. Code TALKING, 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades
0: so what we got here is a list of guys that if you're excited for the playoffs the same way trev is who's very excited for the playoffs but you maybe you haven't even been listening to us the whole time we get a lot of new people that tune in all our new apple listeners all our new apple listeners and you're like uh i don't want to be surprised by a dude i don't want to go to a watch along and be like this uh well this guy who the fuck's this guy and you're like that's uh gunner henderson dude he's really good you're like, oh, sorry, I don't follow the AL. We're gonna let you know of some names that you might not know of. You might not realize how good of a season they've had on playoff potential or playoff teams. Did I describe it properly?
2: I think so. Yeah, we uh we we were brainstorming for this last Wednesday ep before the yachts. Um and, you know, we kind of we were thinking about like an all underrated team, just to spotlight guys, but with the playoff twist makes a lot more sense. So when you're, when you're at work, not working, watching uh, the Brewers uh, take on the Cubs or the Marlins, there might be a guy or two that you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. They were talking about Jake Berger, and now I know Jake Berger. I'm going to tell Stan in accounting – If he knows Jake Berger, he doesn't. Stan gets embarrassed, takes a long lunch. (laughs) You want me to kick it off?
3: Yes.
0: I'm going with, at the catching position, the Arizona D-backs catcher, Jake. Mm. Gabriel Moreno <laughs> traded for Dar Show. Dar Show. Dar Show. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that works. Uh, Dar <laughs> uh, Traded from the Blue Jays uh, in the offseason. He's had himself a really nice season <laughs> behind the dish for the Diamondbacks. And he's young, 23 years old, I believe. Um, Gabriel Jose Moreno. Mm. He's playing a lot for them. 107 games, which, you know, as a rookie catcher is a a good amount,
3: uh, as you find out. Uh, There's an IELTS in there, I believe. There's other
0: teams that have rookie catchers. They want to be playing more, but it's just not a thing that people do a lot. Uh, 289 batting average on the year, 340 on base percentage, um, 413 slugging. So you got a 234 there, and all of them are in a nice spot. You know, slugging is a little low, but, you know, he's a catcher. Uh, so if you're tuning in and you're looking at those d games and you're seeing Gallen and Kelly pitching, this is the young guy they're throwing to.
2: My uh, my fun fact, and I I know I've let it rip in a few of the episodes, but I'll keep it going. Jim, you got to believe in something. You got to believe in winning. I believe in catchers. I think catchers are more valuable than we currently are measuring them at. Uh, when he starts for the Diamondbacks, they're 56 and 34. That's nice, man. That's good. That's nice. You know, I don't know if that's receiving. I don't know if it's if he's getting more lefty starts because he does mall lefties, but
0: sixty two winning percent.
2: 62. Take that! nice um, take that math. so big big fan of him okay
1: yeah i brought this up a couple times with him as well this is the year or now we're entering an age of the stolen base it's back um we're gonna have people stealing yes. 50 plus bags every single year uh, we made it we've made it easier to steal bags and here is gabriel moreno with a 52 percent caught stealing percentage only 31 people have tried to steal second base against him he's thrown out 16 of them i mean that's that's huge we're talking about run prevention that's uh on everybody's lexicon now in everybody's lexicon now run prevention some teams like the brewers are set up just to be run preventers like they'll get what they can offensively but hey we're gonna set up our team to be run preventers when you have a guy like that and you have to give a credit you have to give credit to the pitching staff as well for the diamondbacks for you know probably really focusing on holding the runners and giving him a chance but 52% caught stealing
0: is nuts
2: yeah. nuts yeah there's
0: nobody even close to him now savant's uh stat which is catchers caught stealing above average he's got nine uh the next is shea
2: Langalere. Mm, canobio's guy
0: who's terrible at framing so i wonder where moreno is at framing and his
2: framing's
3: bad he's great at every other part of catching by by the metrics moreno mm-hmm. well
0: that's langler's is bad at framing too i wonder if you have to and when Gary Sanchez way back when he was a rookie. He was really good at throwing runners out. Terrible at framing. I wonder if one suffers for the other. Um, I don't like framing for a couple different reasons. Number one,
1: say you have Angel Hernandez. I mean, you know, if you had Angel Hernandez back in the day, you're going to steal a lot more strikes. Like, it just depends on, A, your pitching staff, if they can locate and put the ball where you need it to be, and you can frame those pitches. If you have a bunch of guys throwing 100 miles an hour, moving, you ain't framing those pitches. If you have a bunch of guys throwing 93 miles an hour, dotting up, you're going to frame all those. So, framing to me is interesting, to say the least. Jonathan Lukoi, for one season, was like the best framing catcher ever. Because he had a bunch of guys throwing 88 miles an hour to him. The next year, he went somewhere else, and a bunch of guys were throwing harder, and it's like the framing went out the window. So,
0: I yeah, know. I the metrics might be one thing, but like I did a breakdown recently, and showed how how bad Salvi uh, Perez was at it, and like it's almost it's literally an, uh, teaching an old dog a new trick. He's trying to do the new style, and he just like kind of doesn't get it at all. I compared <laughs> him to Austin Hedges and uh, even Cal Raleigh. Or no, it wasn't Cal Raleigh; yeah. it was Seattle's other catcher who kind of looked like him no it was maybe a guy that it wasn't it was a I see if i'm going to say
1: him. a name i think it might be right but i could be wrong murphy
0: no no beevs just said him i wonder friends maybe no i was surprised by the name Malphine, it. maybe it was murphy but it wasn't uh, cal but like when you compared them it was it was kind of like oh shit some guys are really good at this
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Brian O'Keefe. Mm. It was Brian O'Keefe. And there was just oh. like one pitch that I found, and he was really good. I knew he was Irish. I knew it. Mm. Yeah. And it was a name I was like, who?
3: Yeah.
2: Played the fiddle in an Irish Currently
3: band. In the, on the AAA roster. So, yeah. He's up. He's, he's down. up and He's there you up know? and down. He's up
2: guy. and he's down. Jake, take first base, buddy. So, first base, I don't want to say a slight. Outlier when we when we audibled into this because there was some it's a lot of underrated guys on teams that well the Giants and Guardians kind of ended up underachieving down the stretch where Flores and Naylor had been nails for them Uh, I I think the guy I will end up highlighting and hey this team wins a couple ball games they're back in it it's Spencer Steer now if you've been listening to our program. Uh, this year, we've been trying to give you Spencer Steer, but hey, and uh, Ellie De La Cruz shows up last night with a two-homer game. Been try- trying to highlight our, our king, Matt McClain, short king of the year. Uh, and even when Hunter Green's throwing 103 BBs, there's a lot of other guys that have gotten love on this young Cincinnati Reds team, and whether it's the old dogs, um, you know, Vado, India, uh, Steer played 71 games at first base this year. He's also popped around to some other positions, and while doing that, um, an 813 OPS. Like he, wherever he's been in the lineup, he's been a constant for them. Uh, and if you do see these Reds and they sneak into the last spot in the playoffs, and maybe they're taking on the Brew Crew, um, he's a guy that's going to be in the middle of their lineup, and he's just. The year he's put together for a rook, uh, he's played 152 games this year. Uh, we love that. And we love some alliteration. I love alliteration. I love
0: loud and lively alliteration. Loud and lively. hmm
1: Okay. hmm I'm going to take the uh, second base position. And there's two guys here. um. I mean, there's actually three guys you could really talk about, but I'm going to go with two. Number one is Bryson Stott. Mm. He's on the Philadelphia Phillies, but you probably don't ever talk about Bryson Stott unless you really follow them because of the other names that are on the team. Uh, you got the Harpers. You got Rio Muto. You got Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Kyle Schwarber hitting fucking balls to the moon. Like, there's just so many guys there. Trey Turner. I didn't even say <laughs> Trey Turner's name, people. Captain America. But there's Bryson Stott getting it done. I mean, his numbers are actually insane. And the year he's had is 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 really, really good. He plays very good defense there, which for the Phillies team, that's not necessarily their calling card, right? So, like, it's nice to have a guy that can glove a few balls for you there, especially when you're talking about middle infield. Um, so you know, a lot of his value has come of that. Um total B war is at 4-1 for them. Uh 3-8 F war. He's had a nice offensive season as well. Uh, you know, right there, 330 on base percentage. He's slugging 420, which is nice for a second baseman, 751. Um, OPS. He's just been kind of like um a lineup lengthener, if you will, while giving plus defense. So uh shout out him for getting the opportunity and running with it. Uh, he's been he's been good and, and he's a guy who is going to give you also a really good at bat like a tough at bat. So that's something that when you get into the playoffs can really change a game. If you have a guy at the bottom of your lineup before you turn it over, um, you know working at bats and and having making a pitcher work and you guys know that causes problems for that guy once you start to go and you turn it over to the Schwarbers. You know, I just worked this long about to start. Now I gotta go and face this guy. See you later. So shout out Bryson Stott. I think a lot of people not a lot of people really will know his name at that fictional party that we're talking about where you know you don't want to be that guy. Bryson Stott's a good one. And another good one. because He's not even from America, guys. Do you know there's a do you know there's a country on top of us called Canada? Mm, yes. You ever heard of it? Canada. Yeah. Eddie Julian is from there on my twins. Now this guy is paramount to the twins success in the playoffs and I know everybody whether you want to admit it or not people are rooting for the twins to get a victory. They're rooting for the twins to get a victory. It'd be a very it's very nice, okay? <laughs> I don't think twins fans will be happy with just one victory. I'm going to say that right now. It's not going to appease the fan base okay we need a series victory not just one but eddie julian uh talking about, talk about tough at bats this guy's not afraid to face anybody he's been great for them since he's been called up kind of shaky at second base uh not really there defensively yet um he's gonna have to do some stuff offensively to really get it going although he did cl- like the The play that made them clinch was like his best defensive play that he's made all season long. So maybe, you know, he's a guy that's going to work to get better. But just watch him uh, when the Twins are playing. He's going to be one of the best pure hitters, in my opinion, that you're going to see in the playoffs. Like just really, especially of a young guy, like a rookie. Watch this guy hit. No, I'm serious, though. Watch this guy hit. His approaches. His approach is really, really good. He doesn't chase pitches. And he barrels the ball up. Eddie Julian, check him out. When you're watching the twins play, remember Canada is a country on top of ours, and Eddie Julian's from it.
2: It's great. It's good yeah. stuff. I I made that face when you said Eddie Julian's gonna be one of the best hitters you see in this playoff. I think the rookie caveat there is important because I you know. I think so. I'm just saying. Between I'm, I'm telling you, Freddy's watch this guy
1: freaking hit and Bets, and he has got some Freddie Freeman in him. Okay. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Learn from him. He, he, that's a great example. And he did learn from him during the WBC. He told me he like legit was like Freddie Freeman. I am going to be on your hip, and I'm going to learn from you. There's your inside
0: info, people. That's why you come to this show. That is why. That is why. Where are we going? Uh Biebs that the next one? Or mm. is it to me?
3: Third base. Mmm. We are talking some third base, pulling up our thing. Um and we've got, you know, third base at one of the positions I think got a little funky because the guys we we've, we've set aside and aren't locked into the playoffs quite yet, but we wanted to shout out Jake Berger, mm. who I've mm. always been hot on, driven by his childhood home traded over mid-season from the White Sox to the Marlins and he elevated with the other additions they had Josh Bell Etc uh but he's been just lights out offensively uh 34 homers on the year like legit power uh playing some third blip third base don't think he's been moving around as much there as he was when he was in Chicago he's doing like all the corners but uh you know Jake Berger very serious power threat uh, and just like a good hitter
2: Why'd the White Sox trade him?
3: Well, they got a they got a different Jake back, so yeah, they got a, it's they, the White that Sox. Was the jick for they traded everything,
2: bro. Yeah, but he's like team control yeah, for he has so years. much time.
3: It's crazy. <laughs> they, I'm
1: so sick of the White Sox. I'm sick of them.
0: Okay, spoken like a Twins fan.
1: <laughs> Go Chris Getzko,
0: former peer of mine. Go, Chris Gets, go. Well, I hate to do this because at shortstop position, I have another Marlin, and mm. they might not be in the postseason. But if they are in the postseason, we're giving you some names. But I got to shout out my dude, John Birdie. Mm. Uh, he was recently kind of benched. You know, Joey Wendell was given the shot. They got um, Hampson, Garrett Hampson. Those guys just play every position. Like, Garrett Hampson has started games at five positions, and Birdie has as well. But recently... Birdie got the call. Said, hey, you know what? Joey's out. John's in. And he's been hitting really well. And he's having a good year. But uh, down the stretch here, where the shit did I put his game log? In September, and this comes with like kind of a week where he wasn't playing, he's got a one dot OPS. He hit two homers in the Marlins' last game, which was like seven days ago because they're getting tons of rainouts. So they have a doubleheader today. But, yeah, if – the Miami Marlins make it into the postseason. The Jakes, they're the team of all Jays, mm. if you remember. So Jake and John, yes. uh, check them out. But yeah, he's been, he's having a, a good year. I don't understand why he was on the bench. Maybe he had like a little bit of a slump. It's not like an amazing year, but I, because slugging isn't great. But 286 batting average, 327 on base, and plays a ton of positions. Not a lot of stolen bases this year. He had 41 last year, hmm. only 15.
2: Not a new rules guy.
0: I was gonna do C.J. Abrams, but then we decided it was playoff teams only because he's a real interesting
3: raw. He's talent. so fun, and definitely took a step up on the offensive end as a season. Well, yeah. when run.
0: you watch him, you're like, "Whoa, this dude
3: is like kind of raw. Like he needs to
0: reel it in a little bit." And he's gonna be like, like if he he is like if he can control that energy, it's gonna be like really really fun to watch. Fun he's to
3: watch now, alien. but he's kinda like all over the place. Alien chain. Like he's gonna be good when he
1: I like him a lot. I think funny. I said that before the season. Watch the, the Nationals got some guys. I want w I wanna we're gonna go to the outfield now. Mm. I wanna talk about Lane Thomas. I do. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. But the unfortunately the Nationals just, just missed out on the playoffs this yeah, year. I can't talk about him.
2: We could have mentioned JP Crawford as always. The on base percentage, very impressive. Uh but this show Yeah, we've kinda <laughs> you just, we haven't you just no.
3: JP, yeah, um, big step up though. Like him.
1: Try tip JP.
2: The outfield, you guys ever? I'll been? start. Wow, not your turn, but go get it. Well, I don't want you to steal my guy. I know you don't, and that's why I'm excited for you. Because I got okay, good. I got dudes. You got dudes. I got a young guy. You know I like young guys.
1: Yeah, you know that. Uh I saw this guy play in person multiple times this year. Sick. He looks like a linebacker playing center field. Mm. I'm going James Outman out there in Los Angeles. Uh he can absolutely go get it out there. Not afraid of the wall. Doesn't give I mean he looked like he kind of looks like a football player playing baseball but has the motions, the actions of a baseball player if you will. He's a physical specimen. He really is. Had a really good offensive year. Uh, for the Dodgers, stepped in, and two, you know, look, you got to have a good center fielder. That yes. helps so much when you got a guy that can just go out there and run things down. Um, he's been really, really good for the Dodgers. And I thought he was going to be more of a streaky hitter uh, when I first saw him play. I was like, man, like it looks really streaky. And then you got April and March, really good for him. And then you saw May and June. Okay, he had a, he had a 550 OPS in May and June. So then you're like, okay, he's a rookie. He's not going to figure things out. You know, whatever it is, July comes around. 904 OPS, August, 890 OPS. He's made adjustments at the plate as well. Still strikes out quite a bit, um, but he can pop one out of the park and he can go get it in center field. And if you got the power-speed combination in center field, I'm going to be looking your way a lot of the time. So James Outen is my guy. Four hits yesterday.
2: Mm. It's been the center fielder. um one of the top three teams in baseball all year as a Rook. Great bubble awareness. Great. ba. Uh, go check out Weekly Dumb this week. Um, I'm actually going same song, different chorus. Interesting. Because I'm going with Leody Tavares. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look up and down the Texas Rangers lineup and there's guys, right? A guy who's been there all year, also center field, a position that we highlight on our all-JM team because it's different. You need something different out there than the other positions. Leody Tavares, he is 25 years old, turned it on September 8th, happy belated. Um, yep. He had a really tough time coming out of the all-star break. Um, since, But since September, September... and 8.58 OPS. He's got an above OPS plus on the year. Uh, He is a switch hitter, but he switch hits on the better platoon side. He's better versus right-handed pitching. Um, So, Leoti Tavares, you're going to see him tracking down balls in center field. It's allowed this team to do more. It gives them a really fun defensive outfield when Adolis is out in right and he's in center Um, And he gives you a little bit of everything. He's got some pop. He's got some speed. um, And he's been a key cog all year to the Texas Rangers lineup. So uh, don't be surprised if you see him doing it on either side of the ball this October. Mm. The OD. What was that?
0: The OD. There's not a lot of other options for playoff teams here in the outfield. Uh
1: well, Chaz McCormick is there. He's you yeah. Know, he's,
0: yeah. If you don't know who Chaz McCormick is, uh, he likes banana pudding mm. or at least, um, that's what dusty gets him. Right. He gets him banana. was it banana. pudding? <laughs> yeah. He's
1: like, don't worry. You think I worry about his weight? I bring him banana puddings yeah. every day.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, All right. That's managing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He has taken a huge that, step up this year. Off no, his season. numbers That's are like the
1: Ted Lasso crazy. thing when he brings the cookies.
2: Yeah.
3: He's sort of similar to Stott from, from earlier. Like, like I think people, you got on people's radars last postseason, but like he had a crazy year.
0: Yeah. I remember when we found out about him. Right. And we looked at like his minor league numbers and that he just like crushes baseball, any aspect anywhere. Uh, since he got back from injury, he is playing a lot. It was like, It was like he got one-off day a week for a while, and they were very upset about that. He's been playing uh, much more of late. I think one-off day in the last – since September 10th. I don't know. But, yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Um, Center field last night, left field, uh, right field. So he's out there, and his offensive slash lines really good. So if the Astros make the playoffs and you're like, who's this guy? Forget him. Well, that's Chaz McCormick. Kind of looks like Jose Altuve when he swings the bat too. I just that a lot.
1: Mm. I wonder if there's any uh overlap there. If he's him and Jose are cage
0: buddies? Mm. I don't know. You don't know. Rage
3: buddies. <gasps>
1: before b- before we move on, I know I talk twins all the time. Max Kepler uh turned his season uh. around big time. He's the hottest guy in baseball. Um he had a ten million dollar option that looked like it was not going to be picked up whatsoever by the twins. Now it looks like they have to pick it up. Uh, so he's turned his season around, and if you like hot dudes that can go get it in right field and hit homers,
0: Max Kepler's your guy. Max Kepler's second-half numbers are really good. 292 batting average, 364 on base, 529 slugging, 893 yeah. OPS. Like, really good numbers. He really turned it around. And what he did is he started finding the gaps it looks like, Trev, because the home runs are the same. He had 12 in the first half, 11 in the second half, but the doubles go from 5 to sixteen. Find them holes. He more than
2: doubled the doubles. He tripled the doubles. Maybe people are starting to be like, oh, look,
0: y- this guy, he's got gallows numbers. And he was like looking at the clubhouse and he was like, I don't want that. I- I'll start. I'll-, I'll change. I'll change. We. I, I had some
1: discussions with him. Uh, I'm not saying like I'd have turned around. I'm not saying
0: that. People, <laughs> well, your know. fucking <laughs> fingerprints are
2: all over Max Kepler.
1: All over Max Kepler. I mean, he's I wish. I wish. Max. I remember um,
2: when he was 18, right from Germany. But we, I bought him his first soup.
1: Dude, this is this is
2: hilarious. This is a true Max Kepler story. He was
1: 16 when he came over from... Uh, his, uh, one of his parents is from Texas. Um, can't, he gets signed by the Twins, whatever it is. Amateur free agent signed. Uh, 16. So the Twins uh, spring training facility is in Fort Myers. Right across the street. Like You hit batting practice on the minor league side. You look at this high school. Max Kepler was going to that high school while also property of the Twins. Hmm. So, like, he's been with them forever, dude. And I'm happy that he made the playoffs a couple different times. I hope he has some nice postseason moments there. Like I said, he's got a $10 million option that I believe they have to pick up. Um, Anyways, that's my Max Kepler rant.
2: Thank you. Uh, And thanks to DraftKings. The postseason... It's just about here. The ballparks are heating up, and you won't miss a moment of the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook. They are giving you $200 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALK, and new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only. On the DraftKings sportsbook with Code Talk, and the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21-plus ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, cdkng.co slash baseball for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply.
0: Good stuff. We have the we have the picture left if you just want to throw it real quick. Feeling kind of bradish. Mm. Mm. That's his Twitter handle, right?
2: Um, Kyle be. Bradish? Or are you talking about another guy? Kyle Bradish. I, f-
0: I feel like, or maybe you just said it so much. It's burning. I think I've said it so no, much. No, uh, his, his Instagram is kind of brad. I feel like his Twitter was kind of bradish.
1: I feel like I've heard that as well, James. So you're not out there. Could just all be Jake. Alone.
2: I think I burned it into your guys' brains. Yeah, maybe. Because Kyle's being Bradish. Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Just so There's a dumb. couple of different guys on here. I, I like talking about Kyle Bradish because
2: Orioles you know, ace. all the
1: all of a sudden the Orioles have a couple aces, and we were talking all season long about how they didn't have enough starting pitching and they didn't have a true ace. Well, here comes Grayson Rodriguez doing his thing. So you probably should know his name as well because he's been. Freaking lights out. Kyle Bradish has done the same thing all season long. So uh, Baltimore's looking nice. I think a lot of us have egg on our face mm. because nobody really thought that they were going to have two guys they could really count on or one guy they could really count on, let alone two guys they can count on in the playoffs. And 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 now they do. So you have those two guys. Braxton Garrett is our guy Dalton Feely's favorite pitcher in the big leagues. Uh, What he's done this year for the Marlins has been really nice. Uh, So get to know his name a little bit as they are looking to get in the playoffs. And I think that's probably it as far as guys that you don't know that you need to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, are we doing relievers at all? There's always like a, you know, a a closer that is going to win everyone's hearts. Uh, And if you're going Orioles, Cano is just like looking, watching him pitch is kind
3: of like, whoa. He's got a look okay. to him. Jake's yeah. been on a certain brewer that's going to take over the playoffs.
2: Abner Uribe throwing throw throwing up. a bucko three out of their bullpen. He's got playoff gem written all over He's him.
0: He's the dude that I believe I did a breakdown on. He he got kicked. He got ejected after the game ended this year.
1: Nice. He <laughs> get
0: called up this year. They don't have two your Abners in their no. system, do they? No. That would be wild if they did. Yeah, I think it was it was his last game in double A. I did a breakdown and he got ejected after the game ended. He got the save. And then like told the ump. I think I remember that. And I don't like you. And the ump was like, You're out of here. Out of where the game's over. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, the umpires walk right by you. I'm surprised there isn't more conversations after the games, especially like in places like Toronto. They walk through the the dugout like real close. You have to kind of like hold up and let them go through. I did want to make this point um, before we end here about relievers, actually. And it's one of the things I love most about the postseason. Probably the thing I do love most about the postseason is there's not all the time, but most postseasons you're going to have. One or two guys in the pen that just kind of stand out from the rest. They get hot at the right time. They catch fire at the right time, and they get leaned on by their manager. You can think about Madison Bumgarner back in 2014. Um, you can think about Daniel Hudson doing it for the Nationals in 2019. Price? You can think about David Price.
0: 2008 Price? 2010, Waka. Where's that? A lot just guy,
1: guys, not, not necessarily even converted starters going into the pen. Although I do love that as well. That's like one of my things. Just somebody in it's the expensive. pen is going to get hot and they're going to be in there every single game and they're going to be like heroes of the postseason. When during the regular season, they're just like, just some reliever that's been out there twiddling his thumbs, drinking Red Bulls, trying to get ready for the sixth inning. All of a sudden, they're on this national stage and they become like a superhero. Like, there are guys in this postseason that when they come in to pitch, the other team knows they're getting it beat. And I can't wait to see who it is. Because it's not usually the typical guys you think. It's not like the closers that are coming in and they're like, oh, shit. It's some dude that just, like, loves the moment. Doesn't even know he loves the moment, but he gets Mm. in it and he's like, oh, this is my shit right here. And just goes nuts. So watch out for that. We don't know who it's going to be yet. And that's, like, the most fun thing about it is it's just going to be somebody
2: it's uh with your rebate, It's I, I guess building on that the the moment i like seeing is it's postseason and you find out if the mar if the manager is going to believe in like you know if the brewers and I, there's some lefty righty stuff here so it's not perfect but Andrew Chafin, who they traded for at the deadline. We all know Chafin at this point. He's a guy's guy. He embodies Milwaukee, right? Um, he hasn't been great since he's gone to Milwaukee. But, you know, it, in theory, there could be a decision where it's Craig Council, and he's got he's looking in the bullpen, and it's, do I go to the 23-year-old Abner Uribe, who's throwing a buck and change, or am I going to Andrew Chafin? Who, you know, has been there and done this so many times. Brewers fans, I realize that's not the perfect example, but it's trying to lay out uh, what an example could be. And that's when you find out, right? <laughs> like that's when you find out uh, who's got the onions. That's it.
0: Playoff start next week. We'll see you there. Oh my god think sucks.
1: I did pick the Phillies to win the World Series. It's true. Play the Yanks.
3: mm